0: I'm Troy. I'm Emily. And so yes, you're listening to... Foundations,
1: Foundations of Health. Health. All
0: right. <laughs> How's your week been, Emily?
1: It's been good so far, yeah.
0: You had a little adventure this weekend? Yeah. You a little, just trying yeah. to stay cool?
1: Yeah, it was really hot. Water. water. <laughs> had to be by the water, went to the beach. Um. Uh. The uh, Plum Island Beach in um, oh. Newburyport, Massachusetts. It's, yeah, yeah. I got eaten alive by flies, oh, but good, other great. than that, really, okay. <laughs>
0: See, so that's usually one of, to me, Yeah, one of the benefits of the heat, are the, it's too hot for the oh flies, gosh. I guess not.
1: It was wild. I My ankles are raw, eaten but <laughs> other than that, it was great. It is a really nice beach, great, you know, went in the water there and then did some swimming at Brad's parents' house too, which was great. Yeah. It's oh, good to cool. know someone with a pool <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> with this kind of weather. That, is, that is true. How about you? Um, nothing
0: extraordinary. I mean, I, I you know I work a lot of crazy hours. We yes. can get into why we get our busy, busy. Yeah, we got our our I will, I won't, and I want that we can get into. But mm-hmm. I got a powerful want that I'm I'm working towards. <laughs> uh, and but I get, get to work out with my daughter, which I always love doing. Awesome. Yeah, So I did fun. stay cool in air conditioned buildings. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's really important. Yeah. Dangerous heat.
0: Yeah, yeah, I wasn't working out, out in the sun because I was out in the sun at like uh, 10 a.m. on one of the days, and 10 a.m., it was like, forget it. Yeah, go I know.
1: I wanted to go for a hike, but I didn't want to bring my dog for a hike in that heat. Oh.
0: No. Yes, yeah, I, I get worried about him. I get out early. Yeah. So I get up, get my morning sunlight, which mm-hmm. we mentioned, but we'll get into even mm-hmm. more at another time. Uh, and I get a walk or a run in. Yeah. First thing in the you morning. You have
1: to do it early. Yeah. The expression "this <laughs> Yes. Yeah. For sure.
0: So, uh, speaking of which, I kind of hinted at it. We're talking, yeah, habits, habits, and willpower. Yeah. Kind of intertwined there.
1: Yep. Absolutely. You can't talk about you know overall health. I think without getting into habits because it's the foundation.
0: Yeah. Um, the first book, that actually, the, I'm going we're we'll, we'll going over like three different books here, mm-hmm. and the first one is uh, "The Power of Habit" by Charles Duhigg, and he's a Pulitzer Prize winner, but he does mention in his book that roughly forty percent of what you do during the day is uh, on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that—that's key. Forty that's percent, staggering. That's staggering <laughs> when you look at the number and you go. You think like, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just even when you're driving, because how often do you drive? You get someplace and you have no memory of actually driving.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's my everyday. <laughs> my everyday, <laughs> which is <It's>, probably dangerous. <laughs> well, I don't, It's just you know,
0: you when something's new. You're absorbing a lot more. I remember making right. this Yeah. The first time you drive somewhere, it takes a lot longer than any other time you drive. For sure. Because you're so alert to everything going on.
1: Yeah. Nothing That's so new.
0: true. I have a hilarious story about that, though. Um, George St. Pierre, one of my favorite UFC fighters, mm-hmm. one of the best ever, believes because of those moments of driving and not remembering, he he, he relates <laughs> it to his being abducted by aliens again and again.
1: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's true. Thinks. That <laughs> feels accurate. Feels um, accurate,
0: but he's a sincere, like, believer of this. And we're like, George, and everyone listening to this podcast at the time he's mentioned this, we're all going, George, it that happens to all of the- us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does.
1: But yeah, that's that's such an interesting point because what has happened to me multiple times on my drive, like anywhere, if mm-hmm. I'm... Driving in the direction of how I would go to get to work, even if I'm not driving to work, I will yeah. find myself like accidentally driving to work.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I've so done that. <laughs>
1: not like fully yeah. there, but I'll like yeah. be in a certain lane or I'll just be like, wait a minute, I'm I'm mm-hmm. not going to work right now. You
0: make that turn.
1: <laughs> yeah, and... that's funny.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, going back to the power of habit, and it, it talks about how your willpower will wane. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to just make your habits. And as either this book or another book, that talks about how if you do something enough, it gets all the way to that medulla oblongata. And it's just, it's it's harder to not do it than to do it at that point. Once you do something regularly enough, it really gets... ingrained. Yeah, it gets ingrained deep. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And... and There's a lot
1: of those habits, probably, uh, like, even from childhood, that stay with people for, like... A lifetime.
0: Things you don't even recognize are habits, because mm-hmm. uh, a habit is basically a, a, a cue or a trigger, right? And then you do something, right? Yeah. And then there's that reward for that action,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that can be a bad habit or a good habit, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> we so all have all, good yeah, and bad, for sure. It all sure. depends on how
0: how we're rewarded for that cue and, and routine. Uh, I'd love my favorite quote from this book is the difference between who you are and who you want to be is what you do. Mm. That's that's key. That's powerful, that's for sure. Powerful. And
1: it's like, it sounds simple, but it's like so true. And I think a oh. lot of it comes down to like what you're taking action on. I don't know. I feel like sometimes yeah. it's as simple as taking that first step.
0: It's, yeah, changing your habits are, if you don't like some aspect of- your personality, whether it be your bad eating habits or mm. – I, I just can't even say it without having the word habit. But right. if you don't like something about you, maybe it's your procrastination, it all comes down to just focusing on your habits because apparently roughly 40% of what we do Right, <laughs> and habits. it's
1: really the foundation of just how you're living your life day to day. So if most yeah. of your habits are less healthy habits, then yeah. that's going to lead to – And it's a spiral. Yeah. But, you know, I, yeah. I think – you know, in the programs that we teach, we teach a good foundation in nutrition. We teach a good foundation in exercise, right? But in the later weeks of our program, we we get into the actual formation of habits and how you can form the healthy habits. I think a lot of what I talk about in the first few weeks of the program is just awareness of what your habits are. Yeah. A lot of us, since you said we're on autopilot, um, it can be really easy to like lose track you know, in your day-to-day and not even realize yeah, <laughs> what yeah. some of those less healthy habits might be. So that's a big piece of it is just bringing awareness to what some of those habits are.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's that's key. you like, you yeah, we're just not aware of it.
1: Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, we can begin the process of transforming some of those less healthy habits into hopefully healthier habits. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: and, and one of the techniques I, I really like in this, and it actually... Um, Atomic Habits, which we'll go over later, has a very similar setup. But it, it, you can find this in a lot of places. It starts with a cue, mm-hmm. and then okay, that's your trigger, and you got a routine that that makes that cue makes you do, mm-hmm. and then you that what's that reward? So I mean, it could be for you know, let's say somebody who smokes, mm-hmm. and oh, uh, they get out of work, and that's for some reason the cue. They get in the car and they just pull out a cigarette, yep. and that routine. That's tends to be routine. Mm-hmm. And then the reward is, I don't know, maybe for, if you're a smoker, I don't know if there's a relaxation to that or... It's got to be. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I know some people self-medicate with nicotine or have like mm-hmm. really bad um, ADHD.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. so Yeah, same kind of idea for snacking. Like uh, I think... Yeah, what's your cue? Yeah, for me, you know, I find yeah. when I was little, coming home from school every day it would be like, oh, mom and dad, can I have a snack and watch TV? And I would like go and grab a cosmic brownie or like, (laughs) some (laughs) Cheez-Its and like, sit in front of the TV. So now I find Emily's come (laughs) along. Well, I mean, but I find when I get home from work, I'm like looking for a snack, even when I'm not hungry. So for that, like my cue is just walking into my house at the end of the day. Now you have to kind of identify like what are what am i leaning towards of course i'm not these days looking for the cosmic brownies or the cheeses yeah, but it. replacing team. it with yeah. some, for me it's making sure things are easily accessible that are healthier options okay. um yeah. you know if i have the healthy options those are what i'm going to go for but if i don't then i'm going to go for the less healthy options if they're in my pantry you know yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because that's definitely something from my childhood that I think has like bled into my adulthood.
0: <laughs> so I think, would you say, I mean, one of the biggest things of changing habit is recognizing what your cue is?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: And that's, uh, boy, I don't know we could probably dive into that, but I, to be honest, I think I, f- I feel like I dropped the ball because I didn't, re- we- I researched this episode pretty well. I didn't research recognizing your cues.
1: Well, you I think... One thing that's really helpful um, that we talk a lot about in our programs is journaling. Like, so we specifically talk about journaling as it relates to, like, the food's That we're consuming. But Mm -hmm. we don't mean just like track your calories. What we mean is like journal your consumption, but also journal your hunger levels, journal your stress levels, journal like the ABCs, so like or the ABOs, so the antecedent, the behavior, and the outcome. So that would be the antecedent being I walk into my house after work, the behavior being I grab the Cheez Its, the outcome being Okay, in the moment I was satisfied, but now I'm feeling kind of yucky because I just ate a whole bunch of Cheez-Its when I wasn't hungry. So those are kind of some of the things that we want to take a look at when we're looking at just even becoming aware of our habits. Journaling can really just help us become aware, you know, of trends through our day-to-day. It doesn't necessarily have to... Relate to food. Obviously, yeah. we're dietitians so yeah. we deal with that a lot.
0: I have uh, in one of the later episodes, we talk about stress reduction and I mm-hmm.
1: have
0: uh, yeah, journaling as a big one.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yes. Yeah, and I
0: get into my own little favorite five minute journal. Yep. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that further. But yeah, journaling.
1: Well, I um, think it just brings awareness. Like yeah. you can look back and say, oh, wow, every day I'm starving at three o'clock and okay. I end up overeating. Like yeah. th- what's triggering that? So you that? could even
0: look further for back in the day and say, well, maybe if I had a better meal at this right. time, exactly. I would be here. And
1: that's what's really yeah. helpful about doing the journaling and working with one of the dietitians is is that like we can also look at it outside perspective and say, oh, hey, like Maybe you're not getting enough protein earlier in the day. Oh,
0: very good, yeah. Or,
1: you know, that kind of thing. So, this I think is it's
0: where it helps to work with a registered dietitian. <laughs> yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. I feel like people may not be listening to every episode. They may see one that they're interested in yeah, and go. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, we will we will mention that again. Right. And I'm a personal trainer. I've been doing this for over 30 years now mm-hmm. in one form or another whether it be uh, training martial artists or working with a wrestling team. Yep. Or working in a gym with people who aren't trying to hurt each other.
1: Yes. Right. <laughs> And I've been working most of my career in kind of the wellness space. So it kind of exactly what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, So actually, I just want to cover a couple other things before we move on to the next book, because this book has a section where they talk about strengthening your willpower because like any muscle, I consider willpower if you consider it like a muscle. It's it's a good model uh, to think of the willpower as a muscle because Mm -hmm. it applies in a few different ways. Mm -hmm. But as far as strengthening that... I love this one. Starting every day with something that requires a lot of discipline,
1: mm, right out the yeah. gate.
0: Right out the gate, yeah, you're starting the day off well. Mm-hmm. And if you start off something that's a little difficult, it actually <laughs> reminds me of a, a Mark Twain quote: uh, first thing in the day, eat the frog." Because mm. if you do the toughest <laughs> thing in the day, right, every everything day, after get it that done. will seem everything's after that is right. easy. That's true. Yeah, uh, and I like that because by doing something, if you get yourself in the habit of doing something difficult every day, it it sets that mindset. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it's like, wake up. I, I, well, first thing I do is I try to do that wordle.
1: Yeah. I need to get on the wordle train.
0: <laughs> Usually, I mean, I, I like it. It's fun. If I can't get it in the first like two minutes, though, I'm like, okay, I'll work on this later in mm-hmm. the day if I can, because I want to get my day started, not spend the day looking at a phone.
1: Yes. True.
0: So then I'll do a meditation. I'll do my exercise, mm-hmm. you know, get out in the sun and more days than not, I have now a barrel. It's <laughs> <that's> insulated <laughs> that I get in. For you an get, ice bath.
1: Oh, uh, you yeah. get into a barrel every day.
0: <laughs> not every day. I can't do that too often. Um, just because if you do that every day, it beats up. For me, at least, it feels like it beats up my system too yeah, much. But yeah. I do something fairly regularly. <laughs> like if I'm not doing the barrel, I mean, I'm still doing the exercise. Yeah. So
1: Recovery. Yeah, recovery. <laughs> recovery. That's called foreshadowing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is in our recovery episode. We'll definitely get into icing. Yeah. uh, Another thing I really like, and it's uh, to increase your willpower is one of the things is just preparing. So it's, it's not so much building your willpower in this, but it's, uh, you know, kind of avoiding things that will deplete your willpower Yeah, and you plan ahead for worst case scenarios.
1: Yeah. And I think just like making it as easy as possible for yourself to succeed Yeah, with certain things. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's going to just keep more money in the bank. Right. Right. Yeah. I was,
1: yeah, earlier just, I always, Think of willpower kind of like we all have like a willpower bank and, you know, at the start of our day, we have a certain amount of money in our willpower bank and every decision that we make throughout the day, we're taking funds out of that willpower bank. So it becomes our funds at the end of the day become exhausted and it's often, you know, easier to make less healthy choices, I think, later in the day, especially if you're really relying on willpower to make some pretty hefty changes in your life. Like if you're relying on willpower to make dietary changes, but you're not setting yourself up for success, then you're setting yourself up for failure. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Later on in the day. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: There's an interesting sales tactic. Mm -hmm. It's just goes to the science of how creepy sales have gotten where when you're like buying a new car Mm -hmm. and they start going through the choices. Mm Mm-hmm of, oh, do you want this or do you want that? And right. they go with the least expensive ones first. And what they're doing is they're working on your decision fatigue. Yeah. Okay. Part of your willpower is decision fatigue.
1: Yeah.
0: And so they, boom, 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 And as you get further on and they get to the more expensive ones and they just keep bombarding you with oh, choices. They're just working good. on decision ruthless. fatigue. On. Yeah. It's, it's a really ruthless method. And then they're more likely to go, yeah, sure. I'll do that.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, gosh. I, I don't yeah. like that. Isn't
0: that gross? But yeah. that's, that's definitely a sales tactic that- yeah. I mean, it's
1: like that exhaustive decision making. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, at the end of the day, have you ever? I mean, your your uh, fiance. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Even, I don't know what he does, but has he ever had like a tiring day where he just gets home and he's like, "Yeah, you decide. I don't even want to make any more decisions."
1: That's me. Okay, that is you. <laughs> that is you. <laughs> He works from home, but um, yeah, he still is exhausted at the end of the day. But no, that's where the planning comes into play. Is like. I don't need to think about what we're doing for dinner at night because we've already come up with a plan on Sunday for what we're doing for dinners for every day of the week. Yeah, if we don't have the tools necessary to make those choices... At the times where we're going to be exhausted, then, yeah, we're going to end up eating cheez or, you know, yeah, <laughs> like eat, so. getting takeout, Again, like whatever's yeah. easiest, you know. Planning ahead. Building, yes. Definitely exactly.
0: reduces your strain on your willpower.
1: Yes. We talk about that a lot and just, yeah, making it as easy as possible for yourself to succeed. If you're trying to make healthier choices, say you're trying to make healthier snacking choices, so you want to snack on fruits and nuts for, you know, your afternoon snack. But you don't have nuts or fruit in <laughs> your refrigerator. Obviously, you're not going to be able to succeed with that. Yeah. Prepping your your fruits and veggies in advance. Say you want to have like hummus and veggies, but you have not cut up any of your vegetables. When you get home and you're starving, you're not going to take the time to cut up that bell pepper. You're yeah. going to grab the chips. That that's easiest for you and you're at the point where you're hungry. So by you know take that out of it by chopping those veggies in advance like just yeah. set yourself up for success when you do have the energy to do it because yeah. you know look at your week if week to week you're really busy and you know you're exhausted all the time then we have to kind of think ahead this is exactly where the journey pays
0: off <laughs> again then, yeah, yes you, you can plan at that point you can plan well i know i'm going to be tired and easily led to
1: yes let you know, us
0: yeah uh, this is one, I'm just going to throw this out real quick. Cause I don't really feel there's a whole lot you can do with this one, but it's a, uh, something that affects your willpower is autonomy. Like if you do something where you're in control of the work you choose throughout the day, it doesn't drain you as much as somebody saying, listen, I need you to do this, this, and mm-hmm. this. If somebody's telling you this is the exact task you need to do with no autonomy. Right. It's for some reason, that's a lot. Of drain on your willpower.
1: Yeah, and like you're less likely to want to do it. I feel like if you're coming up with the tasks yourself, that's like the more intrinsic motivation versus like someone else telling you to do something. Maybe not that's not willpower, but I don't know. (laughs) Um well it's your will to (laughs) (laughs) my will to to, perform. I guess
0: yeah. (laughs) Uh this other book, I love this book. It's so funny because this book, I I should have looked up the other book. There was another book, the guy that actually did this research wrote a book and it's okay. I have some insight from that book that I got that was interesting. But, oh, my God, does he just digress.
1: Mm.
0: Totally off topic throughout <laughs> the book. And <laughs> Kelly McGonigal wrote The Willpower Instinct uh, based mostly on, on uh, his research. And she's a health uh, psychologist out of Stanford University. But she really stays – well, she stays on point, mm-hmm. And she finds a very clear way to express these things. And uh, I really like this where she s- categorizes – willpower into three like i won't i will and i want Mm -hmm. and i won't is i won't eat this bad food right i will is i will eat vegetables Mm -hmm. and i want i want is um that that's your reason for doing right something and like i say i that that can get you if you have a powerful want you can do some amazing things and in keeping that in front of you yes is a good drive.
1: Definitely. Very yeah. important.
0: You can, I mean, I have found, I mean, I can I can put a <laughs> lot of effort in every day if I have a good enough reason.
1: Right.
0: I mean, um, I'm sure you've experienced that when mm-hmm. you have something. Of course. How, yeah. And how often do you get a client that says, I've got a wedding in six months?
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's,
0: that's m- yeah. Probably if I were to rate the number one very specific reason mm-hmm. people come to me, that would be it. The
1: wedding. wedding. Yep. Yeah.
0: And that's men and women.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that's a big motivator. But then it's like, okay, your wedding comes and goes. And then like, yes. what's going to keep you going after that? You you have to look at those.
0: You better want.
1: Yeah. Intrinsic motivators. <laughs> yeah. You know, we want to be a health is so much more than size and number yeah. on the scale and what you're going to look like in your wedding dress. If you take care of your health. <laughs> The outside will show it. Yeah, we always say that, or at least I always say this to my clients: is like because weight loss is just such a big, like it's one of the things that everybody wants, right? So, yeah. but I always tell people that well, um, that weight loss is a side effect of a healthy body. So yeah. there's a lot yeah. of other things that need to you know, be taken care of and and worked out and, you know, what whatever that might be for an individual person. But Yeah, you don't want to go with the uh Kardashian approach. Oh, which is how call it yeah. just the that's I hope
0: everybody has that same response. The, uh, I call it the gasps. Kardashian Yeah, I call it that approach because it's just you're focusing on the external. Yeah.
1: Only external and how you're perceived and how you're yeah. even how we're, you know, perceiving ourselves, I guess. But yeah, it needs to be a little bit deeper than that i'm always trying to get my clients to think about that what is their their why and really trying to dive deeper than you know it's summertime i want to look good in my bathing suit
0: yeah what do you think i I mean obviously the strongest that you're i want but out of i will or i won't do you do you hear what do you hear mostly from people like i won't Um, they're trying to get away from something or they're trying to go towards something
1: hmm, that's a good question i definitely I get both. I mean, it it goes along with, though, like, classifying things as completely black and white, mm-hmm. which I don't necessarily encourage that, yeah. with my clients. Yeah. Like, I don't – especially just with, with food in general. Like, oh, I won't have this burrito or I will eat more vegetables. Like, I I think it's – I encourage my clients to not label foods as good or bad and yeah. to – Try to foster a healthier relationship with all foods. Because when we, when I say I won't do something, you know, especially if it's one of my favorite things. Say, like, I tell myself I won't eat nachos, but nachos are my favorite food. When I'm faced with the opportunity to eat nachos again, and I've been kind of denying myself of that for a long time, then I'm going to end up, like, overdoing it on that. Yeah, yeah. So... You know, I try to get away from the black and white thinking and the all or nothing type thinking, Yeah. but I think I'm thinking of it in a bit of a different context <laughs> than, <laughs> yeah. than this. I'm, but...
0: I'm actually reminded, as I'm sitting here asking you a question, I actually have an article on the mm-hmm. I will versus I won't, and there was a study done with people who were like avoidance versus going towards, and you can just you can go to foundationpersonaltraining.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a <laughs> blog post on that, but it kind of digs into that a little bit where they found that um, it, it, it was better to think of something of I'm the type of person that does something instead of I'm the type I'm not the you don't want to think of oh I'm not the type of person to eat junk food you yeah. want to think of yourself I'm the type of person that generally eats healthy
1: yes that's and that's uh something the positive in front yeah that that's something that I think I took away from the atomic habits book okay. was instead of they were he, in this example they were talking about two people that were quitting smoking and yeah. One person said, "Oh I'm I, I can't have that cigarette I'm trying to quit smoking yeah. the other person identified as a non-smoker okay and very, so yeah. like the individual identifying as a non-smoker has a higher likelihood of su- succeeding with oh, their yeah. quitting journey yeah because that's how you're identifying yourself you know if you're saying I'm trying to do something it's like, a little bit non-committal um, yeah
0: so you, would, well, you would find out here is you'll get the same kind of truths from different sources mm-hmm. that's very similar to the article I wrote that was based on I mean it was it wasn't my creative right. thinking it was yeah. this study that came out and uh, it's interesting that somebody else came mm-hmm. across that or who, maybe he read the same study but Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <perhaps>. it's possible <laughs> Uh, Another thing that I really like out of this is she also talks about using um, thinking of willpower as uh, like a muscle. And you you can build it and, you know, I can get tired. So first of all, like thieves of willpower are lack of sleep. The three big ones, lack of sleep. If you are tired, you're going to make shitty decisions mm-hmm. yeah and just say it yeah yeah another low blood sugar so that's mm-hmm. what we talk about good nutrition getting that protein in. yeah yeah
1: have Seven. you ever felt like that hangry feeling i don't get hangry you don't get hangry well that's yeah. because yeah. you eat well and eat well, you I eat guess. balanced yeah. but like yeah. that hangry feeling is like that's a low blood sugar that's like i'm starving i'm gonna eat gonna like make a crappy choice Any yeah you make a crappy choice yeah. and then what happens after that you end up feeling crappy about it
0: i'll tell you my my biggest weakness is lack of sleep my if I lose sleep, I'm a I'm a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my I can go for a while without food, but don't mess with my sleep. Yeah, <laughs> pain is another one. Pain steals. They found that to be one of the biggest thieves hmm. for your willpower. Interesting. If someone is in constant pain,
1: yeah, I can imagine. That, yeah, yeah, that just
0: chews away at your willpower. So yeah. I thought I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is what I like. It helps to focus on this is right from this book. They focus on good eating. So mm-hmm. Nutrition, yeah. meditation actually does a lot to improve your willpower, mm-hmm. um, in it's, like it's a, it's a almost a
1: preventive way, right? Like yeah. you're taking care of your mental health.
0: Yeah, it's, I've heard people refer to um, meditation as like flossing for your brain. Mm-hmm. It's just something you need to do yes, <laughs> every that's, day, and that's it just a really good analogy brain health. Uh, good sleep, exercise. Uh, I thought this was great. Uh, spending people who spend time with other people who have good habits and willpower mm-hmm. tend to increase their own. Yeah. Habits you take on the bar. behaviors and yeah
1: yeah of I've, the people that you spend the most time with
0: yeah uh, tim ferris always uses the quote you're the habit of the five you <laughs> <laughs> you are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most hmm. you're the average You'll wow. average out, you'll wind up with... That's interesting. So I, I need thought, to
1: start doing some math. <laughs> yeah, yes,
0: Yeah. I need to cut this person, this person, and hey, you're my new best friend. Yeah. The, one other thing from that book I really liked, um, well, I actually have two more things I really like, but the pause and reflect <laughs> when your willpower is challenged. Mm-hmm. Don't just go, ugh, and, and make a choice. If you k- try to be aware of those moments, which again, I really think you're going to be aware of those moments, like you, you really... Have, I love your stress on journaling. And mm-hmm. I think that's gonna help you make yourself aware of those moments. Mm-hmm. And so then when you see these moments come up, pause and think, all right, what you made that may be a great moment to think of your your why, your I want mm-hmm. thought.
1: I think that something that can help with that pause too is coming back to that meditation. Like meditation. Oh, that
0: creates the pause.
1: Yes, like it, it creates the distance. It allows you to yeah. like increase your capacity to be faced with a situation and put space between yourself and that situation. Yeah, to
0: get that 10,000 foot yeah, view of exactly. what's going on at the moment. Yeah, Like
1: you're faced with a stressor instead of immediately reacting. It it gives you that buffer to, okay, I can take yeah. a step back and really put, uh, put some space here.
0: Yeah, that's an excellent way to word that. I love that. Um, the one other thing I wanted to put, I think, see, I am down to one other thing. Uh, don't use an opposite or bad behavior to reward a good one. And don't, so in other words, don't, I ate really well this week, so I'm going to have a brownie. Right. Find another reward. Yeah. Or, oh, I had a great workout.
1: I'm going to have a di- uh, have a Coke. Yeah. And some French fries.
0: Yeah. Make your reward something, <laughs> at least not the opposite of what your goal is. Right. like reward yeah. your
1: great workout with maybe. A new pair of leggings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure.
0: That's exactly what I would do. But yeah, yeah. Something else that you said, go, oh, it was worth it. Yeah. 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 Something, I did you something know. good. Or, 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 I mean, a, a movie.
1: Yeah. Your you favorite would, movie.
0: Time time with time, with <laughs> time Love Ones. Like, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. All right. Here's, here's one that we both have geeked out with mm-hmm. together. A- yeah. Atomic Habits.
1: Atomic Habits by James, James Clear. Cline. This is, yeah, one of my favorite books. I have it right next to me here.
0: And you, you point out, um, you get the workbook. I have There's the workbook,
1: workbook, too. I got the workbook on Amazon. Atomic Habits, is v- it's, like, super readable, I would mm-hmm. say. it's. Um, I feel like sometimes when I read books like this, and especially related to nutrition, um, not that this is related to nutrition, but when I read nutrition-related books, they tend to be a little bit, like, science-heavy, and, mm-hmm. like, I start checking out because I'm like, this isn't keeping oh, yeah. me interested. But this yeah. book is gripping and like it keeps you interested and makes you want to keep reading so yeah there's a lot of good framework that he he kind of puts together to eat to both create healthy habits and also how to kind of stop the bad habits
0: yeah um i would say the would you say the overriding theme i got from it was just small and incremental changes yes
1: absolutely that was like one thing i was just reading right before we started this was a section I had highlighted at the beginning about just making a small change at the beginning of your journey leads to larger changes overall. The analogy he was using was an airplane taking off out of LAX and Mm -hmm. headed towards New York. But if that airplane literally just shifted a few feet, while still in LA, the trajectory ends up hundreds oh. of miles south of yeah. New York, right? Or, so or more, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It ends up in like Washington DC just yeah. if by changing like three and a half degrees or something like that. So, I think that's a really interesting analogy. It's like it doesn't take a gigantic change; it's just small incremental changes, like you said, yeah. can ultimately in the trajectory of your life lead to big changes. Yeah, goals, yeah. yeah. And yep. I think that's one thing that I mean we see a lot of that, right? Like people come in and they're looking for massive changes, which is great, but you know it needs to Let's get a smaller goal first, yes, maybe something that's realistic, achievable, that's yeah. gonna make it easier for you to keep going, yeah. Rather than like biting off more than you can <laughs> that's, chew. I
0: think I mean you I, you I'm sure I see the same thing. If we haven't talked about this already. The biggest motivator I see for people is results. Mm-hmm. Once they yes. start seeing results, then they like, ooh,
1: success momentum. Ooh,
0: I like this. Um, <laughs> I had a, a, a. jump right to the end of my notes for this episode actually, because I had a client say, "This is the funniest, funniest question ever asked me." And she starts it with serious question, "How do I get to not hating working out?" Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, we've talked we about this. We've talked about that.
0: <laughs> that is my favorite thing. But and as we said, yeah, it's what's your attitude going in? Right, but. Um, Are
1: you going in thinking, oh?
0: So she eventually started coming to workouts and she started getting some, like, what's the difference? And she said, I'm seeing the results. Yes. So that,
1: and that, yeah, yeah, that makes it easier to keep coming back for sure.
0: Yeah. Another thing from this one I noticed is they really get into even deeper in the power habit. I was talking about how the cue, response, reward, and he gets really, he breaks this down into even more phases in a little more detail. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So that's something if that, The idea of that really appeals to you then i highly recommend this book
1: yes there's like an entire framework it's like really really interesting you can yeah and if you get the workbook (laughs) you can like literally frame out whatever your specifics are that you're looking to that you're looking to change or build
0: yeah and then well and then he actually gets into something you, you talked about a little bit earlier about to forming these new habits make them Obvious, attractive, easy and satisfying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Make it as easy as possible for you yeah. And I think another thing, this isn't um I don't know that this was James Clear. I think this was BJ Fogg, but it's like
0: Not the guy from the office, like I thought. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Um BJ Fogg also I think is Stanford University. Um, but he has a PhD in like behavior modification or something. And his is like make it small and celebrate it. So like He always gives this example. If you are not in the habit of flossing your teeth, but you, uh, we all should be in the habit of flossing our teeth, right? But it's just not a habit of yours. Start small by literally, you know, after or before you brush your teeth, floss one tooth and then celebrate it. Like, And what that (laughs) celebration does, it creates positive emotions around whatever that action was. And then those positive emotions make you more likely to come back and continue doing this behavior
0: so i remember hearing stuff like this mm-hmm. years ago and thinking that's just so that's just so silly, dumb. That's silly. right that's, that's
1: silly. probably the smallest and yet, version
0: and yet i've seen the results of this yeah. again and again and again with clients
1: and i think yeah. this is another thing we've talked about before too um in relation to like okay i want to make exercising a habit but i mm-hmm. don't even go to the gym right now what did yeah. we say we said just Drive to the gym and sit in the parking lot. Make a habit out yeah. of driving there after yeah. work. Yeah, <laughs> and even if you don't make it into the door at the beginning, right? Yeah. You're making the habit out of, of instead of driving straight home. Well, and that's
0: like we say, and, and in that sense too of finding a a gym close to you. Yes. that you don't have to go too far out of the way. Yep,
1: yeah. yep. Yeah. Make it as easy as possible yeah. for yourself to get there. Yeah. And also another thing is like making it small and realistic for you instead of saying like it like if you're not active at all
0: well that's the thing too if you make it too big and you get that initial again the willpower is going to fade mm-hmm. if you make it big you may jump in and yeah you start nailing it The week one and two you're great and you're doing these big things mm-hmm. and then you have a day where your willpower is not there yep and now it's not a habit yet you're just you know, you've pushed yourself you haven't taken that time to build up yeah your willpower and that habit yeah it's not ingrained so yeah, and
1: then if you miss a day of working out it can get into that all or nothing type thinking of like oh i missed it today i'm a failure like whatever i might as well just give up go
0: get some nachos (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. um
0: nothing against nachos
1: i mean i wasn't joking (laughs) when i said that they were my favorite food but yeah no i think making it small realistic achievable you know, we talk about SMART goals a lot, which I know a lot of, like, companies use for their employees. But we talk about it in terms of health goals, just making the goals small, realistic, achievable, um, time-framed, measurable. I missed I missed the M there. Um, but SMART yeah. is an acronym. But so, yeah, instead of saying, like, oh, I'm going to exercise more, you're breaking that down and making it an actionable yeah. goal for yourself. Like, oh, I'm going to go and take Troy's class two times yeah. this week that's something at the end yeah. of the week you can look back and say okay i reached that goal great what's my yeah. next goal or why didn't i reach it what can i tweak
0: what is it um i'd like you said specific there's um another book getting things done mm-hmm. i forget who it's by I, I, the name david allen's popped in my head but that could be totally off if you look mm-hmm. at just getting things done it's a whole there's a whole all, huge online mm-hmm. following on mm-hmm. this but the very the most important thing he says is you got to write it down and make it specific mm-hmm. what is the next action item yep and I really like that because now whenever I have something I need to get done, I don't say, oh, I need to get more exercise. Yeah. It's okay. My next action item is what's going to the gym. Wait a minute. Before I go to the gym, what do I need to do first? So I need to get some workout clothes? Yeah. So now you write that down above it. Okay. Well, you know what? Oh, I also need to get that membership. So you write that down. Yeah. Here's your to-do list for the day now. And it's the action items you need to yeah. get towards that goal.
1: Yeah. You can't do what you physically don't have the ability to do yeah. like <laughs> yeah. you can't go to a gym without a gym membership in specific means yeah.
0: yeah can really help you with your getting getting things done yes for yeah. sure did uh, i think that well that's all the notes we have right down here oh wait one more from this one he also has using a habit tracker
1: yes using a habit tracker i think this is yeah. really um powerful especially for those who like pen and paper or just like tracking in general yeah. because yeah it's it gives you data you can look back at over time and yeah. say like wow I've come this far from when I first started my journey and that's something that can get lost in the process I think sometimes for people and we can get lost in the day-to-day of like oh you know I'm, I'm not seeing the success that I wanted to see but like when you take a step back and you're looking at like the big picture yeah it's like wow I've actually come Quite far.
0: When you see that, yeah. Do you like? um? So, there's so many different ways you can do this. Like, if you mentioned it's the Seinfeld one of, you know, Xing off mm-hmm. a day, every day you do something. Yes. So, you create a chain. Yeah. And you see that. Uh, there's so many different apps for this now. Mm-hmm. You'll have, you don't even need to use an, an app specifically. You need to get that engaged if you're wearing like a smartwatch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have a preference for? Because I feel like the smartwatch you could wear and not bother checking it
1: (laughs) yeah true it's yeah because once you like if you if you fall off yeah then you don't want to check it right that's true i think it's you got to take it with a grain of salt i'm big on i mean i like pen and paper like i'm just a pen and paper person i also i also have some apps that you know the young one
0: of the two of us it's funny (laughs) to hear you say that you're you're how old again there earlier you're in your
1: 20s i'm 30 yeah Yeah, i turned 30 in may oh all right. Yeah. All right. um, I've
0: got a few years on you,
1: but, but <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I have some yeah. clients that'll just track on a wall calendar. You yeah. know, like how many days a week they've done.
0: It's good enough for Seinfeld,
1: right? Whatever of they, course at they're his trying age, to do. So it's all he had in me. You <laughs> <laughs> I have one for like my meditation app. It just has okay. a calendar and kind of my stats. You know, what is your meditation app? I use Calm.
0: You do okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and they have a nice feature. It's like it shows you your history, where uh, you know it'll show you how long of a streak you're on and yeah. that motivates me to keep going but then it also shows overall what your stats are so like how many practice hours you've had mm-hmm. how many minutes whatever that is for you um i have found though that i need to like i was on like a 500 day streak and then i like somehow fell off that streak and then i was kind of like oh whatever like not whatever 500 but days is huge yeah but like yeah. then i looked at my next couple of months and it was like I was having half of my month, I wasn't meditating, okay. yeah. And I think it was because I w- I had broken that streak, and I was yeah. like, whatever. But yeah, uh, you know, that's... you got to be forgiving of that. Yes, too, and, jumping and that's time. that's yeah. something that they talk about in in the meditation. You know, the ones that I do because they're guided meditations. Mm-hmm. I'm not really at the point yet where I'm. Yes. <laughs> i don't know if you're that
0: many days in i I mean
1: you would think but it's still a struggle but yeah so i find that really motivating and it's nice because when you break a streak it's not like they're like (laughs) boohooing you for it they still are giving you positive stats of like you know this is how many mindful days you've had or you know whatever it is but do you have anything that you use for that i
0: I use a combination of two apps Mm -hmm. and it's funny because i still have to i save my android phone because there's some apps i just like better Mm -hmm. i use an iphone now
1: yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but my favorite apps for meditating work best on the Weird. Android. Mm-hmm. I have yet to find a breathing app that works well on iPhone because when you shut off the screen, yeah. it stops it. Yeah. Whereas in Android, you can do that. So I have a uh, a breathing app that I use that it gives you like a uh, both a visual and an audio, mm-hmm. audible cue mm-hmm. to when you inhale, when you exhale yep. or pausing your breath or whatever. And I mix that with another app that I use. I'm so geek out on this. Mm -hmm. I I attach this little clip to my ear that measures your heart rate to a point where it can measure your HRV, which Mm -hmm. we'll get into in our recovery episode, HRV. Mm -hmm. But this actually is a biofeedback for your meditation to see how well Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're staying focused on your breath and... Your heart rate. And it's it's a total geek-out cool. thing. Interbalance is the name of yeah. that app. And it's it's a free app, but it's an expensive little tool mm-hmm. that you do for biofeedback. Mm-hmm.
1: Very cool, though.
0: But, yeah, and I, I do that. And then I do put that app on my iPhone, the Interbalance app, because when you open it up, it pulls in the data mm-hmm. from the so... other one and lets me see my streak. Yeah. <laughs> and how yeah. many times, how many minutes a day. And my goal is 20 minutes morning and night, but mm-hmm. sometimes I got to get out quicker. Yeah. And sometimes when I I just... I don't want to stay up another 20 minutes before I go to bed. Yeah, so yeah. I try to get a minimum of 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just life happens. But yeah. yeah. Another thing I like about the Calm app is that like I have it. So it, it sends me reminders for okay. like, you know, I try to meditate in the mornings before I come to work. Yeah. But of course, sometimes life happens and I need yeah. to get out the door a little bit quicker or I snoozed my alarm.
0: Or Sometimes you have <laughs> like a period of your life where it's hard. Like I had, where. I had so much going on, and I put it aside, and yeah. then I realized, oh geez, it was been six months, since and I I'm meditated stressed, <laughs> and I'm stressed, and that always pops up, and when you, you have the yeah. most going on, and you're most stressed in your life.
1: It is so interesting how you yeah. can like, kind of let those things fall to the wayside. But for me, like when I hadn't been meditating regularly, like my anxiety levels. Yeah. It was like directly correlated. My meditation went down and my anxiety went up. Oh, well, yeah. And, and you, like my social media usage was up. It's oh, just like all those little things. And then I was like, now I'm like kind of getting back. But I think
0: that's another thing that steals your willpowers. Too much time on social my,
1: media. 100%. Yeah. Like that's a, one thing I was just reading again in Atomic yeah. Habits was like for productivity, just like deleting social media apps from your phone. That helps me for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I, 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 well, I mean, in some, and plus they or it can be aggravating like Facebook to me is yeah they found in their algorithm it's a big
1: it for me I'm just the type of person that's like so easily affected by like social influences I think yeah. so yeah. see I try not even to go on social media during the week at all because it it does it is like productivity sucking for starters yeah um but it also just like makes me feel bad about myself yeah <laughs> So, and I don't want to, like, invite that into my life.
0: I think we're wrapping it up there. Yes. That, and that, with that. <laughs> with that. With all that. Uh, that That's pretty much the yeah. best knowledge I feel like I've gathered over habits and yeah. and willpower over the years. And, I mean, and you added a lot of stuff that I never thought about. So mm-hmm. I appreciate.
1: Yeah. Appreciate Good to get that. other perspectives for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, until the next time, we really appreciate you listening to
1: Foundations of Health. Health. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening.
0: Yeah. And if you can go ahead and rate the episode, tell your friends, put it on your parents' phone. Spread the word. Spread the word. (laughs) Spread the word. If you know somebody that might be interested, let them know. Yeah. And if you have any feedback, um, well, you can get a hold of us. You are on...
1: Um, I'm on the Instagram. The Instagram. The Instagram, E A KIROAC, E A K I R O U A C. And um, you can email me, ekirouac at ehsc.com or visit our website, ehsc.com.
0: Yeah, uh, and my email is the same ending there, but it's t edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also go to my website, Foundation for Personal Training. Mm-hmm. Uh, Foundation <laughs> Personal Training. Ooh, uh. <laughs> There'll be a link in the in the show notes. Uh, yeah. And speaking of show notes, that we're also going to have uh, links to the books mm-hmm. here, and also on the website will be little articles that we wrote for each one of these episodes. Yep. So uh, interesting please, stuff. Yeah, please check it out.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, once again, until next time.
1: Until next time.
0: <laughs> Stay healthy. We need a better sign. We got to yes. work on our sign off. Yes, we do. <laughs> Bye, buddy. <everybody. laughs>